Good morning. It is Tuesday, July 28th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We will be announcing a contest in the next few days, and you'll miss the details if you aren't following us. Also, thanks once again to everyone who has volunteered to read passages for the podcast this week and next week. The response from you guys has been great, so thanks a lot. Let's have one of you now read our passage for today, and then I'll pray, and we'll dive right into it. Hi, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm from Florence, Kentucky. 1 John 3.16 By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. Let's pray together. Good morning, Father. It is good to find you once again. We wake up, and you are awake to greet us. Today, Lord, as we come to your word, please be with us and by your spirit teach us that we may grow in godliness. Amen. Yesterday, our passage helped us to think differently about how we think about loving others. In today's passage, we see that John's definition of love isn't just lip service. It isn't just good intentions or even just thoughtful gestures. For John, the true expression of love is that we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. When God made man, Adam and Eve, he lived in harmony with God. They walked together in the cool of the day and enjoyed each other's company. Then when sin entered the world, everything went horribly wrong, and it didn't take long for man to murder man, like we saw yesterday with the story of Cain and Abel, and death reigned supreme for centuries. Then, 2,000 years ago, in a stunning reversal, death was put to death by a death. In Jesus Christ's crucifixion and then resurrection, sin was put to death and then death itself was defeated. So now John, writing after the resurrection of Jesus, instructs us that it is through this act that we know love. Jesus laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. I remember when I was a kid, there were many, many Sunday school teachers who would say, Well, I know you know John 3.16, but do you know 1 John 3.16? And... While I think they're all a little bit cheesy about it, it it is true there is a beautiful correlation between these two verses. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Well, this guy sums it up well. This commentator says, If you want to see love, look at the cross. If you want to show love, look at the cross. If you want to know love, look at the cross. If you want to live love, look at the cross. As an overflow of our worship and our devotion to the one who laid down his life for us, we should be willing to lay down our lives for others. So what does this mean? Is John actually talking about a physical death? Well, I I do. I, I think he is. Jesus physically died after all, and that's the comparison that he is drawing here. The world that John is writing in is a wild one. Christian persecution is a real thing. It wouldn't be too hard for someone to lay down his life for someone else 
in the world that John is writing to. But in our world, and in our context, this probably isn't much of a reality. So, do we just move on, see what verse 17 might have for us? Well, let's look again at the context. John is talking about love, and specifically, he's saying that love for one another is a major marker of who is of Christ and who isn't. And then in today's passage, he deems it necessary to show the level of love that we should display for our brothers, that even our very lives should be laid down for them. So as we close today, we try and think about how this passage applies to us in our modern context. And I think it's helpful to look at the principle of what John is saying here. While he is talking about physical death, the principle that he is putting forth about how we should love one another is that death of self isn't off limits as an expression of love towards someone else of the faith. Warren Wearsby, I always have trouble saying his name, a famous Bible commentator says that before Christ, self-preservation is of utmost importance. But after Christ, self-sacrifice is the first law of a spiritual life. And this is something that we see in other parts of God's Word. Jesus talked about it when he said to deny yourself and follow me. Paul talks about it multiple times, and especially in Galatians when he says that those who are in Christ have been crucified with him in the flesh, but also in our desires and passions. So let's think about this today and meditate on it. What does it mean for us to lay down our lives for one another, to self-sacrifice as an expression of love to our brothers and sisters, but also of love and worship for a God who first laid down his life for us? As we go today, let's pray for the Sarani Kurds of Central Asia. Let's pray together. Lord God, as we go today, Make your spirit inside of us to show us clearly how to love our brothers and sisters in a way that John describes here, to physically sacrifice for them as an expression of our love and of your love. In a day and age when love has become a lot of signaling and posturing, God, help us to see your sacrifice on Calvary as our example of what's sacrifice should look like. Lord, you said in your ministry that unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, only then can it bear much fruit. Your missionaries abroad, across the globe, are dying deaths like this constantly. Little seeds that are falling to the earth hoping that one or two or hundreds of them will produce fruit. Lord, for the believers who are working among the Sarani Kurds in Central Asia, be with them as they die deaths for the purpose of spreading the fruit of your kingdom, the death of American ease, the death of nearness to family, the death of similar culture, the death of American barbecue sauce. No matter how big or small, these missionaries have given up so many things in order to do your work. So God bless them. Let hundreds of Sarani Kurds come to you and join your eternal family. We pray all these things in your son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I'll see you tomorrow.